Pleasure. And thank you so much for taking the time to do this, particularly on a day when you're going to be playing and you've got to do all your preparation. So let's start this off really simply, and it's this. How are you doing, and has London been treating you okay so far? Um, well, thank you for inviting us, or inviting me. And um, yeah, London's been great so far. So we just split up today. We arrived yesterday, slept here, and um, I don't know, somewhere around London, mm. and uh, just had a little... Tourist tour, I would say. Yeah. Primrose Hill, nice view. <laughs> Weather is great, and uh, yeah, we really like it. So, and everything's fine for us. We um, didn't tour so much on this tour yet. It's like the fifth or sixth gig, I think. Mm. And we're doing fine, actually. This has it been a smooth ride into the country? And I asked that only because <laughs> obviously a few years ago, this place decided to make it so much more difficult for bands mm. to come and uh, go from these shores. So has it been a smooth experience? It definitely has. I mean, we've been here in the last, I think, uh, two and a half years. It's the third time in the mm. UK. And we're getting used to um, customs and everything around uh, crossing the border. Mm. So for now, everything went fine. You know, we got uh, our drummer, he's also doing our management, and now they know everything about customs, about GMR numbers and Carnet and I don't know. So yeah, it's been fine. I mean, could be better without yeah. all this, but it's, yeah, works. Yeah, like, it's almost an area, you know, I don't want to delve too much into it because it's an argument that's been non-stop ongoing since 2016. But anybody that knows the music industry knows that we effectively put up a load of blocks and difficulties to make it the case. Has that, has the B word, the Brexit situation influenced your decisions to come here more regularly? Actually not, I would say. I mean, it's not easy, mm. but we're also touring Switzerland and that's kind of similar. You yeah. know, we have to do the same things um, because it's going outside of the EU. Yeah. And then we, we tour Switzerland because we're from Germany and it's just around the corner, you could say. Yeah. Um, no, actually not, and we love coming to the UK. It's been so great, I mean, it's, surreal for us that we can play a headline tour here yeah so so fast that's like yeah that's very 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 cool it could be easier i i, I won't deny that i yeah. don't like it or that we kind of think it could be better but this won't stop us from coming or keep us from coming here you know you're working within the limitations that have been placed ultimately and um, it's interesting you say that you think this headline tour has come fast the how what is that is that because of the pandemic years and not really been able to do much it's kind of just crept up yeah i would say so because um you know we started right before the pandemic mm. had our first headline tour in germany very small and then two years pandemic and yeah we wrote the album released the album and then everything kind of for us went very fast you know we we haven't been around for such a long time yeah. but we played so many tours that we would have never thought we would have played you know last tours were big nightliner tours and um, coming around all over Europe and to the UK and then even he coming here f 
for a headline tour would be something that we would have maybe expected years later, I think. Well, spectacular that you're at this stage, because um, this is the sixth date of this tour. Um, yeah, right, this will right. be the sixth one, yeah. Uh, that takes you all over Europe, really. Um, has the tour vibes sort of set in nicely? And are you feeling kind of like in the zone? Because you know those first few dates and trying to get into the, the headspace. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, that's, a, that's a good good question, because I didn't think about it yet. <laughs> so I have to like maybe... Uh, contemplate for a little while and think yeah for me it's I'm definitely in in between this tour or within this tour already and um, I mean we don't travel uh, with a nightliner this mm. time we do it with a van and hotel uh, overnight and that's that's different um, but it works because our um, kind of uh, route is not so uh, yeah the, the, the cities are not so far away yeah. from each other that, so that works for us um, and it's also cool for our vibe as a crew because mm. we are staying in the van, we hang out all the time and like talk, get to know each other. I mean, we, we know each other, but it's like like it's cool still vibe. bonding. It, yeah, it is. it's it a is. different vibe to say sitting at home in Germany in a pub and chatting to then being on the road in the Absolutely. van. Absolutely, and also the thing is when you go with a nightliner, you know, you, you step into the nightliner, sleep in there, and you wake up in the in the next city in the morning, yeah, like early early midday or something. And then actually, um, you don't have that much time together that you have to spend together. I can mm. say, you know, as a as a like I said, like a bonding experience. Like this, this van tour is really cool for us. So this tour is also something that makes it for us um, a social event. You know, yeah. you could say, and it's a good experience actually. Yeah. Was London tonight, Sheffield tomorrow, Glasgow on Thursday. Uh, then that's it to the 31st of October, although that's Halloween in Nuremberg, which should be fun. That, isn't, that sounds like it's going to be a blast. Um, I have to ask, though, why not a few more UK dates? That, in fact, that's only got three, and then you've got this big gap. It almost feels like you're planning something in those few weeks, or am I jumping to a conclusion now? Um, I actually don't know why it is like that, but I think it's also connected to that we actually wanted to play this tour earlier this year. You know, it was planned to be in March, mm. and, yeah, uh, remembering right. Um, and then, you know, we didn't expect it to be that big, you know. Right. And, you know, we sold out quite a few shows, and today it's all, the numbers I got, what people will show up today are crazy for us you know and so it was not like yeah we test the uk you could say it was like a test run and next year will be definitely bigger and uh, yeah dip your feet in choose three major cities i mean it's it's the uk you could easily spend two weeks here and yeah. still not visit every every major city um has been touring with uh, venues so far obviously an excellent excellent band and a great band to be on the road with yeah, we um, as we don't share a nightliner, mm. we just meet up at the venue. Venues at the venue. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, no, everything's been fine for us. You know, they're really, really nice, and we we like them. We invited them. You know, it's mm. been our choice. So, and they fit for us. Yeah. Um, everything's cool. I hope that people also like the lineup. You know, yeah. because for us, it's uh, yeah, it's very important that people who come here really like the whole package, you know? And I can't say anything bad, actually. 
Absolutely not. They're an incredible band and a great choice, as you said, to be on the road with. Um, yeah. What do you think of this particular place? Now, bear in mind you haven't been here long and this has been the underworld. Now, I love this venue. I've been coming here for, oh God, I, I, 20 years, 20 years, seeing so many, so many different bands and really had a bad time. What's your impressions of it so far? Very cool. Extremely yeah. cool. I mean, I like the, uh, I like Camden. Yeah, this, this of course. Part of, part of London. Um, I haven't been here, but the last time we played London, I came here to just see the place. Yeah. And I really, really liked it. And what I also like about it, that it's got some history, like you told me, mm. 20 years ago. Mm. And, you know, I'm in the backstage, I see stickers of While She Sleeps, Bringing the Horizon, um, I don't know. And knowing, for me, it's always cool to see um, who played in a venue. You know? and, and to see where they are now. You mentioned yeah. While She Sleeps. It was only last a uh, couple of weeks ago. They sold out the yeah, Alexandria Palace, which is an incredibly big venue. So, wow. They are, they, yeah. I mean, they, are, they blew up. I'm, we, we are fans of so many bands. Yeah. And um, always seeing that they played the same stages as we do now is something that like gives you goosebumps. Yeah. You know? I, I saw, like, uh, we, last year we played the same... A venue as Nirvana did for their first Germany tour and was also Slipknot played there and they had like these posters and signatures and everything <laughs> we're gonna play there too tonight and I mean not for headlining but as support but when you also do this it's kind of um, it oozes um, uh, memories mm. or like like history I would say and that's that's that gives you a really 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 good um, feeling you're following in the footsteps yeah. of as you say bands that have reached headliner state stages of um festivals download and yeah, yeah. whacking and stuff like that um i've been checking out the set list uh you guys have been playing so far on this tour you know you've got some of a lot of favorites future palace favorites in there you know defeating gravity roses dead inside wounds and even Mel malthus mm. the new single um which is great to see you got any surprises for london tonight you got any thing that's uh, we we always get surprises you know oh, yeah we surprise each other all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, sure, sure. I mean, uh, we 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 do stuff that we never did, mm. you know, on this tour. We play four songs that we never played live. Oh wow! Um, I mean, it's called the Run Tour, so we play almost the whole album. Of course. I I mean, people can guess or can look up which song we don't play, um, but we actually play the yeah almost the whole album but we also got some some gimmicks or I don't know surprises little things for for people to enjoy and um, yeah for us it's also very cool to experience that we got a set that people can enjoy mm -hmm. and that they can really um, like feel through without losing um, interest I don't, mm. I don't know how to how to say that but that's a cool feeling you know it's not not so easy we to connect our both old albums together of course. because they're quite kind of different I would say but it works and yeah it, yeah I get what you're saying it's not so much that it's different it's the evolved state that Future Palace is in two, two albums that show your exactly. progression um, and it's incredible to think that run is what 16 months old tomorrow Really? Tomorrow, yeah. yeah check the date. July or June or yeah, um, it feels like it just kind of came out yesterday, but there you go. <laughs> Are you satisfied uh, with the success Run has brought the Future Palace? Absolutely. I mean, not e satisfied is, is um, like like something that I wouldn't even dare to say because I'm overwhelmed by what, yeah. what, what we or what we experienced after releasing the album. 
because we didn't think that it would like have this kind of um, uh, that people would like this album so much you yeah. know? and really we, we, we tried new stuff you know like you said you know it's like an evolving yeah. um, process and Marvelous is also the newest single which is not on the run album is also something that is even more different than run from our last mm. before escape so yeah it was we I, I totally overwhelmed by everything that happened it's success that is more than deserved as well because it is an incredible incredible release um and do you feel because i certainly get a sense that there is still a ton of momentum behind future palace as we end 2023 going to 2024 mm -hmm. yeah i think so too I mean, we got m many things planned mm. and we're working so hard. Um, I, I can't say what will happen. Of course. <laughs> I mean, I can just say that things will happen. <laughs> and you, you should like uh, keep your eyes peeled. Uh, but yeah, I, eyes and ears. <laughs> yes. But yeah, yeah like, like you said, like we, we also get the feeling we have to um, go with the flow, you know? Mm. And of yeah. Uh, my expectation um, as a fan as a listener is that 2024 will be another significant year um, we just have to watch this space and see what happens right exactly that's exactly. it that's it um, for you to come away happy tonight what does London need to bring to this show what it, for you to walk away satisfied that that was a damn good show oh, that's interesting for me um, one thing that I really really uh, yeah that, that I kind of learned during touring like heavily touring is that I have to be satisfied with myself yeah. actually not so much with something that a city or people give me but if I got a good feeling with myself then I can like deliver a good show you mm. know and I get a good feeling with myself today so I yeah. think everything will be fine but yeah other than that there's always if I got the feeling that there's a real connection with the people then it's more fun that's yeah, it is. It is like it is, you know. But I can say that every show on this on this headline tour, there was this connection. And yeah. It, and it, that's crazy for us, you know. We go out there and people are so excited, mm. and that's very cool. That also makes a really good show. And London for me, I mean, I'm a big fan of London, so to see itself just satisfies me. <laughs> I hope we do not let you down. Um, Okay, aside from making music with Future Palace, because of course that's the major thing, what other aspects of the band do you personally find creatively satisfying? Mm -hmm. um, that changes. Yeah? Yeah, for me it changes a lot. I mean, I read a lot. Um, I like to take walks mm. and take in new inspirations from like everything. You know, the thing is that... that um, that really, really is different for me when when I feel satisfied is that I got the time to contemplate within everything, you know? Just just sit down or walk around, just look. And it, yeah, it looks, or it sounds very simple, I think, but just have time to really take your time, I would say. That inspires me creatively. You say that, he, uh, my mouth's open almost because that's near impossible, it seems, these days for people to be able to stop and take time. So, you know, you describe it as simple and I'm sitting there thinking, oh my God, I wish I, wish I could stop and take time. It's one of the hardest things to do in a, not just because you're in a city potentially, but because of how life is. 
Absolutely. I mean, uh, technology, everything. Mm. You're over, uh, over excited, over. I don't know. Stimulated. Enthusiastic, or I don't know. You, 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 yeah, exactly. By everything, you know, cell phones. I, I, I don't want to blame anybody or anything uh, on making life harder. Yeah. Or something like that makes life easier. But it also takes away a lot of inspiration, a lot of dreaming, I would say. For me, creative creativity and um, just making your mind blank is like the, the hardest thing to do. But it's also um, it's a very healthy thing, I think. I have to ask, do you meditate? Uh, no, I don't. I, I only, I, I wouldn't say I meditate, I meditate, I only do it when I feel not so well, you know, mm. and that just helps me to um, release this kind of bad feeling I got, maybe. No, I get it, I get it. Um, how, how does that work in conjunction to a show? So, you're, you know, leading up to going out on stage, do you have anything that you specifically do to help either calm yourself down, get your head together, that kind of thing? It's actually music. Yeah. You know, we got this kind of ritual with the band that we want to instate is that we listen to music together. It's mostly party music to get us in the mood. Yeah. You know, we've been touring with Electric Callboy. Yeah. And they are a party band. Okay. And um, they listen to hard techno in the backstage. And we were like, okay. I mean, they, they have to get in this kind of heavy uh, party mode. Or, um, and they really they, they live it actually um, or they I wouldn't say they live it but they they can really like get into this mood and deliver mm. it that's what I want to say and uh, yeah they did it with uh, like listening to music before um, before a show and we also do it now and try to get this kind of group thing together to be to be a band yeah. because when you're on tour somebody is there somebody's there doing this but then right before the show you get together and listen to music and we also get the ritual that right before gig we do this um, yeah we, we put our hands together and say a sentence and then we say or <laughs> yeah. and then we're like a band you know and then we get together so everything is scattered like um, unites I, I would say you, you you mentioned I love that you mentioned electric callboy because you're not alone in the whole um party music as a choice. You know, I spoke to a band, Arm for Apocalypse, who are a very heavy band, and yeah. they were listening to Andrew WK uh-huh. before they go out on stage yeah. as well, because it just sort of, it's the good, it, it's the vibes of that. It's in a mood. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, what, do what makes you feel the way you want to feel, mm. you know? If, I, I heard that James Hetfield of Metallica, yeah. he has this ritual where, where he steps into sand, like, like sand from an actual place where they played some special gig before every gig to get in this kind of wow or bring some luck or something incredible but yeah, yeah. everybody's got this got their thing got their thing you know I mean there are probably people who um, read or listen to something podcast I don't know everybody's got their thing and yeah. that's yours um, okay cool uh, the underworld tonight as we said here tonight of all the venues in London's a unique place in itself but we are covered with unique venues when you come back here in the future is there a venue that you know of that you think yeah one day we want to play that um O2 <laughs> it's yeah it's hell yeah yeah it would be cool I mean they got smaller venues in there I think 
They do, oh, of course, the Indigo. Yeah, yeah Indigo. Yeah. We, we've been there last year. Uh, no, this year. Sorry, this year we've been there um, uh, the day before the Electric Cowboy show and mm. saw Tokyo Hotel. So that was a nice venue. It is. It's pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, the, I mean, the the main. Um, I don't know what's what's called, but the main thing in the O2 would be also cool. Um, but yeah, for me, electric ballroom would also be nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, anything really, right? Yeah, and the thing we played with electric cowboy, which which was Brixton, and we wanted to play Brixton, but was like shut down. Oh yeah, of course. That would yeah. also have been cool. Um, there's so so many many venues, but um, yeah, we'll definitely return, and then uh, we'll see. Yeah, absolutely, I can't wait, but let's get tonight out of the way, it's going to be a spectacular show. Now, we do this section at the end of these in-person interviews with bands who aren't from the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be a little bit of a cheating because you told me beforehand, of course, that you've lived here previously, but we'll try it anyway. It is basically about London, and as you might already know, you can be from, the, you can be from any country in the world and still be considered a Londoner. A Londoner is a state of mind. It's not where you're from. So with that in mind, I have a list of questions to see if you are a Londoner. Okay, let's yeah? see. Let's see. I mean, I, we'll give it a go. It's been, been quite a while, so I can't like say that I will know anything, but, but it I, I, it's, per, it's a mix of very, very straightforward stuff, challenging. Who knows? We will have a go. Right, we color code our tube lines, of course. Our tube lines are color coded on a map. So what color represents the central line? <laughs> Grey or orange, I don't know. Mm, it's red. <sighs> okay, what is the London Eye? It's like a Ferris wheel. That's it, yep. Big old Ferris wheel, yeah. that's basically it. Uh, what is illegal to feed in Trafalgar Square? Bread? No, you give bread to something, uh, no? Bread, uh, bread to pigeons? Yeah, yeah pigeons. Yeah, it's yeah, illegal yeah, to feed okay. pigeons, yeah. Uh, two of the most famous bridges in London are London Bridge yeah. and Tower Bridge. But which of those two is a suspension bridge? Um, Tower Bridge. It is. Oh, man, killing it. Killing it. <laughs> <laughs> True or false, more than half of London Underground actually runs above ground. Uh, sorry, again? True or false, more than half of London Underground actually runs above ground. Fifty-fifty, true 50/50? or false? Uh, two. It is true. Yeah. yeah, more than half of it does run above ground, even though it's called uh, yeah, London yeah, yeah, Underground. Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. Well, I was thinking about this uh, district line. Or yeah, 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 like most of that as well. Yeah. Each end of lines. Um, how is your Cockney rhyming slang? <laughs> is that good? Uh, yeah, I actually, I actually heard a, heard a talk about that, but. Um, it's a nightmare. I'm yeah, from yeah, this yeah, city, and it's yeah, a nightmare yeah. to understand. Wasn't wasn't they in Bridgerton or in, in some of the? It might be. Netflix I'd imagine. I, I, I was I was told that yeah that they use a lot a lot of that accent there. Well, I'm going to ask you one then and see if you know what it is. What is Cockney rhyming slang? Lion's lair. Lion's lair. Mm. A bedroom. It's a chair. It's a chair, but hell, that's close enough because okay. I didn't even know that when I found out. What it was like really a chair, but there you go. Okay. Okay. All right, two major events occurred in London in the 1660s that both killed many people and also destroyed massive amounts of the city. Can you name either? Uh, The Grand Fire. There it is. One of them, yeah, the plague or the fire. I'm I'm actually a historian. (laughs) (laughs) I should have waited towards that. Oh, my goodness, mate. Okay, then. What is Big Ben? 
Yeah, it's the parliament, right? Or is it the, the, the no, no, it's the um, the the bell in the bell tower. Of you the, nailed it! Yeah. Oh, nobody gets that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely, it's the bell, not yeah. the because most yeah. people obviously say the clock tower. No, yeah, no, no, it's the bell. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, absolutely, you nailed it. Um, okay, London has a lot of stadiums, but which is the largest? The new Arsenal one? No, Wembley. It's still sorry, Wembley, yeah, still sorry, the biggest. Uh, okay, maybe we'll play there. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, London's diversity is something to be incredibly proud of. According to research conducted, how many different languages are spoken in the city? Take a guess. 23. 300. Over 300. <laughs> okay, okay, that was very bad. <laughs> my, my wife is from London as well, said 25 to me last night okay, when I asked her that. Okay. So I think, yeah, absolutely. 300 languages. Over 300, yeah. It's an incredible, <sighs> incredible array. Um, finally, what is your personal favourite thing about London? Ooh, my personal favourite thing about London is the parks. I really like the Crystal Palace Park. Oh, yeah, yeah, incredible. Um, Hampstead Heath. I really like the parks, you know, we've been to Regent's Park for most of them. Yeah. If I would be here longer with friends, I would show them around every park, Victoria Park, everything. Hyde Park, St. James Park, yeah, yeah it's, hey, forget how green um, London is. Um, right, it's up to you, we do have another section that's randomised cards. Um, we could do a couple of these, it's up to you, if you just want to get on with the rest of the day though, we can leave it. We can do that. We'll do a couple then. I'll just, these are randomized cards that are any question and every question in the head of what we call Ozzy Osbourne. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was voted for on Instagram. <laughs> so we'll start with this one. How do you like your steak done? I'm actually vegetarian. Oh, fantastic. So I don't like any steak. Uh, at any point, at any point did you ever eat meat? I did, I mm. did, but I never liked steak in my whole life. There it is. Never. No worries, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Have you ever laughed so hard you cried or peed? I didn't pee, actually. <laughs> I, I don't know if I ever... I probably, probably, probably uh, cried, yeah. But Told you these are random. But, yeah. <laughs> what is the most disgusting thing you think you've ever eaten? Uh, molded salad. A moldy salad? Yeah, like, like, like salad with mold on it. Oh. And like, you know, it was salad that was white. Uh. You know, like, like a, like a cream, creamy salad, you know. And I couldn't see the mold and I ate it and I was like almost throwing up. I remember that. Yeah, the fact <laughs> you remember it says that. What is a memory that always makes you smile? Um... My first uh, holiday, and it was also my second date with my girlfriend. Yeah. In Prague, actually. Really? Fantastic. Yeah. And, uh, and one thing, we got our um, anniversary today, our second. <laughs> oh, it, is she? No, no, she's, oh. she's in Africa, actually, at the moment. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's uh, doing some university stuff. Yeah. Fantastic. Absolutely. Oh, that's incredible. Okay, uh, what is a horror movie scenario you'd hate to find yourself in? Horror movie scenario. Mm. When I have to eat a lot of steak. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really, really weird. I'm, yeah, like, yeah. No worries. Um, okay, we'll do one more. We'll do one more, and it is all right. Perfect. What is your favorite Disney animated movie? Oh, we actually talked about that on tour like a few days ago. 
Um, I really, really, really liked as a as a kid. Um, I really liked it's Disney, right? Mm. Anastasia. Anastasia. Okay. Yeah. Wow, it's the first time anyone's ever said Anastasia. I don't think I've ever seen it. No, you should. No. You should. I mean, it's a little bit creepy, also. It's quite historic, right? I yeah, mean, obviously, it's also historic. Yeah. Um, and the the story behind that is also kind of you know. Not so, not so cool, but I really like that one. Yeah, that's that's been a really cool one. Mm. So you should like watch it. Disney fight though, right? I mean, because ultimately it can be a, a dark story potentially, but yeah, it's put yeah. through the Disney filter. Yeah, exactly. I mean, most Disney films play with uh, heavy themes, mm -hmm. you know, death, loss, yeah. and they mostly they start with like like loss. Well, one um, of my one of my, my my answer to that is the Hunchback of Notre Dame, and of course, ah, talk about a, a a story that's dark, you know. Exactly, exactly. Ex explosion, like racism, yeah. is also in this uh, story combined. Um, yeah, so that's that's interesting. I mean, Disney is not about um, glitter and uh, princesses and princesses. It's, it's about very heavy social and political themes that are very actual. No, it's, it's, yeah, it's a cool, cool thing to, to watch. It is, it is indeed. You know what else is really cool to watch? Future Palace. Cannot wait to see you guys perform tonight. So thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Thank you for having us and having me. And I would like to see you again and maybe chat about London <laughs> next Thank you very much for watching. If you'd like to see more content like this, please consider hitting the subscribe button. It is gratefully appreciated. You can find us over at gbhbl.com, our full website, where reviews, news, and so much more goes up daily. We're also on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, threads, at gbhbl. Just search for gbhbl and you will find us out there. We also have merchandise on sale. You can access the shop via the website.